and welcome to episode 40 of The Other Berman Show. In this episode, I am joined by Drew Paxson as we will break down all of the games for week 13 of the 2019 NFL season. Now, I'll keep you guys waiting, so enjoy episode 40 of The Other Berman Show. All right, I am joined here with Drew Paxson. Drew, what's up? What's up? Pleasure to be here. All right, Drew. We have a ton of games to get to. We have now officially hit December football, which means bye weeks are over. So we got a whole lot of football to get to. I'm actually going to start off with the Thanksgiving breakdowns now because I had a couple of issues with figuring out who this week's guest picker was. The Thursday games, um, I am not counting them for any of us. So it's just going to be a wash. I'm not counting them for any um, in terms of our season records. But still break down a couple of them. Let's start things off with Lions and Bears. This, I watched a little bit of that game. I didn't watch most of it. All right. Well, we saw just saw David Blau, Lions quarterback, third string quarterback, who came in, of course, for the injured Jeff Driscoll, who was placed on the IR today. So it's gonna be David Blau for the rest of the season, unless if they are gonna start Kyle Sloter, who they picked up today off of the Giants practice squad. That tells you how uh, how far their season has fallen off, con- that they are now considering starting a Giants practice squad that they signed today. Yeah. But uh, it was actually it was a pretty good game. Blau played well, at least considering the circumstances. Trubisky had, for him, a decent game. Uh, the So it doesn't really matter what wound up happening. We're just going to mention that game. There you go. There's your mention now. Bills and Cowboys. Oh, my God. That one. Bills, I'm saying the Bills are very, in my in my eyes, if kind of an underrated team. Oh, yeah. They're the number one for the wild card. Hey, if you guys didn't listen to my season preview, what did I tell you guys? I told you guys the Bills were going to the playoffs. And I got so much hate for that. And now look at the Bills. They are 9-3, and three, and they're on fire. I called that one. Kind of, they kind of remind me a little bit of the Chargers from last year. Yeah. Like, they had the number one seed in their division. So they could probably, like, if they were, like, in the you AFC mean wild card? South. Yeah. If they were, like, the AFC South, they would probably win, have a good chance of winning that division. Or, like, you know. You think they're better but, like, than the Titans, Colts, or Texans? You think they're better than all three of them? Yes, I think hmm. they are. But, like, they remind me a lot of the uh, Chargers last year. Yeah. It's like, you know. And I think we can officially say that uh, it does not matter who comes out of Philly or Dallas, whoever it is. Whoever wins that division, they're going to get destroyed in the playoffs. Um, yeah. But, yeah. hey, it's going to be a tight race between those two on who know. gets to get. What do you think about the coaching, the coaching issue? Uh, Jason Dallas. Garrett? Eh. I mean, well, I, I'll believe him getting fired when I see it. I think it would be more like, you know how last year... Should have been Ravens, fired, but I'll believe it when I see it. The Ravens were going to fire Harbaugh, and then... Oh, I've Lamar been calling for his head for years. Yeah, Lamar came out of the blue and just... Yeah, hey. Saved his job, pretty much. If I had a podcast last year or two years ago, hell, even three years ago, I would be calling for Harbaugh's head every single episode. Drew, you can attest to this. I hated the guy. <laughs> you hated I'll tell you this, he has earned my respect this year. He has really turned around. We're not, and he deserves an immense amount of credit for what he has done this year. Yeah. But, but I, I believe the coach of the year still, like, even over Harbaugh is Tomlin. That's he could opinion. be, I think Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers coach, is probably going to wind up winning it, but. Yeah, I mean, because it's, you know, they kind of were just yeah. really uh, bad. Ooh. Last year. All right, Bills, Cowboys. 
Bills established themselves as a real team. Cowboys established themselves as a full-on fake team. And now, we got Sunday, well, sorry, Thursday night football. Faints, faints, Falcons and Saints. Can we talk about Young Way Koo for a second? I didn't, I don't, I didn't see it, but like. Wow. This guy single-handedly saved the onside kick rule. Oh. Which is unfortunate because that now they're not going to change the onside kick rule, but my uh, God, this was unbelievable. I mean, I've actually personally been on the field of recovering two onside kicks. So, like, the onside kick rule, uh, I don't know. Oh, it's way. terrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not even close to fair in, to, in the NFL. I, it's, pro- it's much easier, I would say, in high school or college. But you cannot do that. In today's NFL, you because you're you're relying on pure luck. I hate the onside kick. I think it should be completely yeah. done away with, replaced with a fourth and ten from their own thirty-five. Really? That's what the AAF did. That's what the NFL almost did, and I think that's headed towards it. It was almost a guarantee for next year, but because of this, the number for successful onside kicks have now gone way up. So. We're probably going to have to wait a couple years, but eventually that's what's going to happen. I like, I like more successful onside kicks. I feel like it makes the game a little bit yeah. more interesting. And if we do it this more way, if we do it that way, it's real football. It's not relying on a lucky bounce. Yeah. <clears throat> but well, Young Way Koo cannot hit a field goal to save his life, but he can recover three onside kicks in a row. <laughs> How does that happen? I don't know. Like, would you? Like, he's a terrible <laughs> kicker, but he's amazing in onside kicks. Our backup, our backup kicker at St. Paul's was way better than the starting kicker at onside kicks. And anytime we needed to do it, we called the backup. Well, there you go. So, like, you know. <coughs> all right. All right. Um, by the way, we can officially – I didn't get just to um, talk about this last week, but the Bengals, who were officially eliminated from playoff contention a couple weeks ago, have been joined by the Detroit Lions and Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons – those three teams have now been all officially eliminated. I, I, you know, I kind of feel not bad, but like, you know, just a couple of years ago, they were so close to winning the mm. Super Bowl, and now look at them now. Like, Easily the most heartbreaking loss in NFL history, especially considering what has happened since. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Completely fallen off. New Orleans on Thanksgiving has managed to clinch their division. I cannot remember the last time we had a team clinch their division New this Orleans early in the season. It's just been. I feel like in the playoffs in the last couple of years, they've been unlucky. They, uh, no kidding. They got Minnesota miracled, and they got the refs just. Yeah. I'm telling you, my my preseason Super Bowl pick. I. I had the Saints beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. It's been my pick all season. I'm sticking by it. I think the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl this year. And I'm telling you, my biggest worry with the Ravens this year, I, as a, for those of you that did not listen to my last episode, was have they peaked too soon? These guys, these guys are hitting their stride in the right time. Saints are starting to hit their stride, and we'll see them. I think they are full throttle. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I firmly believe that the Saints will be. Super Bowl well, I don't know if they're hitting it too soon is the case, but, like, eventually someone's going to figure out how to stop Lamar. Right. Uh, we're going to get into this a little bit later because I want to get to some more games. Um, I'm saving Ravens for the Ravens game for a little bit later, so when we get to the Ravens game, I do want to hear what you say, but I want to get to some games first because yeah. we're... Uh, 
yeah. A little short on time, considering um, what we've done. So, by the way, a check at the overall records. You guys, the fans, running away with the season victory. 107, 53, and 1 on the year, you guys. The guest pickers are right now 95, 65, and 1. I am 94, 66, and 1. So it's me and the guest pickers battling for second because you guys, the fans, have completely run away with that. I am 9 and 2 on my lock of the week, 7 and 4 on my game of the week, 2 and 9 on my upset of the week, um, 7 and 4 on Thursday night, 5 and 6 on Sunday night, and 8 and 3 on Monday night. Now, let's get into some games. Redskins at Panthers. Ooh, yeah. On the power rankings, we have the Redskins coming in at number 29 and the Panthers coming in at number 19. Who do you got, Drew? Uh, I get the Panthers. Yep. I mean, they're at home, and it's the Redskins. How are they still not eliminated from the playoffs? And I will tell you why. They bad. cannot make the wild card. However, if the Cowboys lose out, the Eagles lose out minus Week 16 against Dallas, and the Redskins or the Giants win out, they will win their division. However, the division's that bad. However, it's the worst division in football. Exactly. However, one win from the Eagles this week, one win from the Cowboys next week, one loss from either from the Redskins, they're out. Same thing for the Giants, except we Giants loss. So they are essentially eliminated. But they can't get officially eliminated until either they lose or the Eagles or Cowboys win. So there's still some hope for Mr. Reed. Technically. <laughs> no, nah, there's no hope. No, they're done. <laughs> but Christian McCaffrey having his unbelievable season. Kyle Allen's really falling off. Um, yeah. But they'll be able to get this win against Washington. Keep themselves in the... Uh, keep the false hope alive for another week for Panthers' uh, wildcard hopes. Yeah, yeah. All right, next up, we got the game of the year, the Jets and the Bengals. <laughs> I'll tell you this. This is going to be bad. The Jets have been on fire these last three weeks. They're inconsistent. That's what I'm going to say. They, they have good games and they have bad Are games. Are they inconsistent or have they just finally figured themselves out too late? Because they've been bad all year. They've just been really good these last three weeks. I don't know. I mean, I mean I'm going to have to take the Jets this game oh, because yeah. the Bengals... They're, I don't see them winning a game this year. You think they're going 0-16? I don't know. Like, who are they? They're beating Miami in Week 16. I'm telling you right now. They are, that's going to be... Spoiler alert for the Week 16 preview. That's, but that's the, to, that's the toilet bowl. Yeah. That's the, I mean, that's the game that... Since he's got the number one overall pick locked up, neither way, but they're not going to go 0-16. That's going to be... Bungle one for the, Burrow. That's going to be one of the worst played football games, I'm just going to tell you. That was bad. bad. Miami's not as bad. Yeah, they're not historically bad anymore. They're just normal bad. Yeah, they're just (laughs) trash. They're doo-doo. All right. We both got the Jets in this one. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have... Ooh, this is a good game. And... Most weeks, this would be my game of the week, but it's such a good week of football. It's not. Yeah. But Which, what is it? it could be deciding the AFC South. We have the Titans and the Colts. Same <sighs> record at the moment. It's going to be – oh, by the way, power rankings, um, Jets and Bengals. The Jets are coming in at number 24. Bengals coming in at number 32. And then we got 
the um, this game, Titans Colts. Titans coming in at where are they? Where'd they go? Oh, Titans coming in at number thirteen. Colts coming in at number fifteen. Ryan Tannehill has looked like a different player this past few weeks. Colts hitting their stride. Titans, I mean, I, I, Colt, um, Titans have really hit their stride as of late. Colts still look pretty good. Very well could be VH South. I believe they are still both a game back though on Houston. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Houston. Actually, I mean, still absolutely a three-team race, and it's a good chance here that the team that loses this game will be pretty much at least eliminated from the division case. Of, in terms of wild card, they still could very much get in, but yeah. in terms of division, the loser of this game is done. So this is a gigantic game for these two teams. Titans, Colts, who do you got? You know, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the Titans. Okay. It's gonna definitely going to be a good game. I, did, I am with you. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. So um, it's going to come down. It's going to be close. Probably one touchdown game. I think it comes down to how much the Titans use Derrick Henry and how well he plays. If Derrick Henry gets the ball a lot and they rely on him, Titans got a good chance. If they try and win this game with Ryan Tannehill, I know he's been great in recent weeks. I don't know how well the Titans will fare. But I'm going to pick this game, and just simply because of what has happened in this rivalry over time, the Colts have dominated this rivalry over the last 10, 15 years. So for that reason, I'm going to take the Colts, but it can definitely go either way. Yeah. Uh, when is this game being played? Uh, this is a 1 o'clock game. Oh, dang it. So I'm not going to be watching it. All right. Next up, um, we have a battle between two, four, and seven football teams the Bucks and the Jags. Oh, the Bucks and the Jags. The Tampa Buccaneers are the living embodiment of a Big 12 football team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. Uh, Jacksonville with the most overrated quarterback in the league, Nick Foles. You guys know my thoughts on Foles by now. Um, most overrated quarterback in the league. Really? Oh, yeah. the most overrated quarterback. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bucks, Jags. Um, both teams know they're out. Um, I believe the loser actually could get officially eliminated. I'm not sure. But we have now reached the point in time where both where two teams know their season has been lost. Not really a meaningful football game. They're playing for their jobs. Jacksonville knows they're playing for their coach. Tampa's not because it's a first-year guy in Bruce Arians. But for um, Jacksonville, there's a good chance that the Jaguars are playing for Doug Marone's job at this point. If they really want to save Marone's job, they could go out there and win these games. If they don't really care that much, they're going to come out here, lay an egg, finish the year 4-12. and Could very well happen. Who do you got in this game? You know, I'm going to have to go with, um, with, uh, with Nick. Nick Foles and Jags. All right. It's just the Bucks are just the Bucks. I mean, that team has such a great. Re- I mean, Mike Evans is Calvin Johnson. Yeah, but like. And Chris Godwin's a great deep threat, and I think those two are going to play really well. So I'm going to take the Bucks. But I don't think uh, I don't think Jameis Winston will be getting the W. I think he will be taking the L. Famous Jameis turnover bakery has been alive and well this season. That's for sure. Yeah, he's. I saw him on Bobmentary. I know I'm not going to be able to go into that because it's a PG podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Bobmentary, though. On the SBTF. Yes. Um, 
but Jameis has been Jameis. He is for sure. I mean, he has he has so inconceivable. I mean, he leads the league in interceptions, and he's second in the league in touchdown passes. He's high up in yards too. He's just he's not going to be on the Bucks next year, but he will have a job as a bridge quarterback for a long. He reminds me a lot of Case Keenum, and not in terms of a player. I'm saying his career path is going to be similar to Case Keenum, I believe. Really, not as much in the. Uh, uh, I think he'll bounce around the league. So not like if it's. What do you think more? Like oh yeah, Fitzpatrick. no, Ryan Fitzpatrick also same type of thing, bouncing well, around the league. Fitzpatrick could actually have a good, the most inconsistent player. It's like me at recess football. Yes, throwback to Odyssey, <laughs> oh, uh, the OFL Odyssey Football League. Throwback to that, but yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean he'll be he'll be a guy who's gonna be bouncing around the league for a long time, but he's not a franchise guy. He'll get it done for a few. Actually, I think Fitzpatrick's actually probably a better comparison than Case Keenum. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, teammates last year. Actually, all right. I got the Bucks. You got the Jags. Two teams in the losses. All right. Here's the big one. It's time for the game of the week. The Baltimore Ravens, the San Francisco 49ers. I will be there. It is going to be brutal conditions. Cold, rainy, windy, but it's going to be fun. Is this the front row uh, game? No, we haven't had that in a while, but. Um, this is definitely my game of the week for sure. Ravens yeah, Niners. Some people out there are calling the Super Bowl preview. I don't believe either of these two teams will be in the Super Bowl. But definitely, I would say the AFC and NFC championship. I agree with that. I don't think they'll win it. Though. Um, but Baltimore San Fran, what do you got? Um, so I'm gonna go with um. So you know I have to go with the Ravens here. Yep. But, like, here's the thing. With Lamar Jackson, if he doesn't have to run, he won't. Right. That's, That's the first thing with them. So, against, we're going to be seeing a lot more running because this will be a closer game. And it's going to be sloppy. It's going to be pouring the whole game. It's going to be windy and cold. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's good. No, the weather is horrible for tomorrow. I am, I'll tell you this, I got good. like, I got a rain jacket and a poncho prepared for this one. It's going to be a bad one. Bring some gloves, too. Oh, yeah. Hand warmers, all of it. Yeah. But hey, I'm Ravens fans, you're going to the game. That is not an excuse to be quiet. Games like this, the fans need you. Be loud. Yeah. I think, you know, with that, I mean, with the whole, um, with our running game being the way it is, in cold weather, it's San Francisco. They're used to the, you know, it's like when a team goes up to like Foxborough, exactly, or, or a mile high, or even sometimes on the occasion. Actually, no, no, I was gonna say Arrowhead. No, but no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean Arrowhead. I agree with that. Arrowhead for sure. Yeah, and if the fans are. As loud as they were during the Patriots game. I was there. I've never heard the stadium louder. I they might be louder. Well, I mean that was Sunday. That was I wasn't there, and I was just I could just see. No, there was a seismic difference in that atmosphere, and the fans showed up for. And that's not to say they didn't show up the uh, following week against Houston, but that game against New England was a special atmosphere. It was a better atmosphere than the playoff game. 
in my opinion. Absolutely. But, and I I hope the Ravens fans prove me wrong here, but considering the weather, I don't know how many fans are going to show up to this game. I don't know how loud it's going to be. But for those of you that are going, be loud. Support your team in this game. This is a huge, huge game and could drastically affect not see I'm not necessarily who goes to the playoffs because both teams have pretty much locked it up, but in terms of confidence, in terms of how good really are they, game can go a long way for both teams. And it should be a close game, but I'm predicting the Ravens win it pretty big, and I'll tell you why. The weather in this game, it does not favor San Francisco. San Francisco is used to playing in California. You want to know what the forecast is for tomorrow? 39 degrees, 15 mile per hour wind, rain Ooh. all game long. Oh, I hate that. That's my, that's my least favorite condition. Yeah, but I say, first of all, for a fan who sits in up in the upper deck in the side where the sun is covered, terrible. But I think this will favor the Ravens. It will. That's my least favorite those are that's my least favorite conditions. Yeah, yeah. Right in between where it's too warm to snow, but it's still really cold rain. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what we got. Because snow is snow, and snow games are always the best. And snow games are so much fun. I've never been to one, but my god, they're always fun to watch. And yeah, I, I was gonna go remember that one game. Um, it was against Minnesota. Yeah. That was, that was a pre-fandom days for me. I was supposed to go to that with one of my friends. And we mm. couldn't, like, 95 was all backed up getting oh, to the game. That's terrible. And so, like, dude, that would have been so much fun. Yeah. And the ending to that game was crazy, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Like the, that's one of the better games in Ravens history. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. That was cool. Um, I'll tell you this, though. This Ravens-Niners game is going to be fun. I do think, though, that the Ravens will have an advantage in terms of the weather, in terms of the fact that San Francisco has to travel from LA, um, not from, LA, from San Fran, having to adjust, going to the East Coast. It's not going to be easy for them. Yes, the Ravens did it last week, but it was in different circumstances. I think the Ravens will win this one. Yeah. I oh, by the way, in terms of power rankings, uh, I, also, I forgot the Bucks and the Jags as well, so I'll do the power rankings for all four teams. In the power ranks, um, Ravens coming in at number one, Niners coming in at number two. So there you go. And then you got Bucks and Jags. The Bucks are coming in at number 25. Jags coming in at number 22. Next game is another big that will one. Be a close game. That will be yeah. close game in terms of the Bucks and Jags game. It will be close. All right. Next one Oakland, Kansas City. Oakland finally was exposed last week. And if you listen to my season, if you listen to my. Um, Preview from last week. I told you guys Oakland wasn't that good. I mean, I still picked them to win against the Jets, but like I, I told I you guys, there. they weren't that good. Oakland's coming in at number 17. Chiefs coming in at number, where are you, Kansas City? Coming in at number 8. Give me Kansas City in a big one. Yeah, um, same with me. Mahomes, he's going to light up uh, John Gruden and Oakland. Chucky! John Gruden. He, he's a hysterical on gridiron. But... Yeah, no, they don't stand a chance. I mean, they do. No, I, I, I think you're underestimating a little bit. I think they do stand a chance. I just think this is one of those statement wins for the Chiefs. Yeah. The one Chiefs that they desperately need right now. Chiefs, the Chiefs, the one team that kind of like, hit the one coach and that's kind of, that I think has figured Lamar Jackson out and how to beat. 
the Ravens. He played very well against them. Well, no, but who knows how to beat the Ravens is Andy Reid. I mean, he's done it twice in a row. Well, first of all, Lamar's a different player since then, but there is a good chance that we're going to see that in the divisional round. If Kansas City can win their first round matchup and we get the two seed, it's pretty likely. It's pretty likely that the second round of the playoffs, it will be Ravens Chiefs, Mahomes, Lamar round three. That Mahomes, Lamar, the only team that Lamar has ever lost to in the NFL on the road is the Chiefs. He is undefeated on the road, minus. He's only lost two road games in his career, and they're both against Kansas City. So minus Arrowhead. And it is at Arrowhead. So exactly. This one will be in Baltimore. I will agree with you if Andy Reid can somehow beat Lamar in Baltimore. But until he does that, I am not with you on that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, hey, there's a good chance we will see that opportunity coming up. I mean, we just got to not let Andy Reid get the bye. Yeah. And he won't. He won't. Yeah. He We're getting it. The- We're, we are – we got – it's New England and Baltimore. We've got the first round by. It's pretty yeah. much at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Um. All right, next up, we got the Packers and the Giants, and I got the Packers winning this one in the, my lock of the week. Oh, dude. Oh, wait, I hope I have Aaron Rodgers starting him as my fantasy quarterback. Well, I'm starting him. He doesn't already. Hopefully I do. I should. I'm playing Reeves. Yeah, I do. That's good. Yeah, big Aaron. All right. Aaron Rodgers will crush the Giants. That's my lock of the week. In a slaughter. Yep. Um, oh, by the way, in terms of power rankings, Packers coming in at number seven, Giants coming in at number 30. That's all you need to know. And now on to another pretty obvious win here, Eagles and Dolphins. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, give me... Playing for their season. At this point, every win's a must win for the Eagles at this point, unless if Dallas loses. But now they are still a game back. They do need to beat... Um, Win this weekend, they'll be even. But, yeah, uh, yeah. give me Philly over Miami. I think the Philly will win the division, though. You do? I do, too. I think, yeah. Philly's number 14. Miami's number 31. Shout out to the Bengals. All right. Bengals are a lack of stuff. Okay. Next up, we have... Oh, we got Rams and Cardinals. Ooh. Rams coming off a very disappointing season-ending loss against the Cardinals. Wait, that was season-ending? I mean, against the Ravens. Um, pretty much. I mean, that loss makes it all but impossible for them to make the playoffs. I mean, there, there is still a chance, but it's not a good one. Well, yeah. And also their confidence. I mean, that kind of happens when you play... If you're... I mean, they ran into a buzzsaw in terms of the Ravens right now. Right? There's no stopping us. At this point in time, there was... there was No team in the NFL can beat, could have beat us in the last three or four weeks. Guarantee you. Yeah, Nobody. Not Jimmy G. Not Bill Belichick. Yeah. Russell Wilson couldn't do it either. All right. Wilson couldn't do it. Okay. This game here... Rams and Cardinals. Rams coming in at number 11. Cardinals coming in at number 26. And this is my upset of the week. Give me the Cardinals. Really? Yeah, no, 
I'm going with the Rams. Yep, I, I know. Like they got, they're playing with the chip on their shoulder. I know. And so I know, for those of you, that my loyal listeners that actually do listen to pretty much every episode, you guys know I'm not a Kyler Murray fan. I'm not a fan of this team, but... They have slowly turned me into believers. I'm not a believer in Kyler yet. I'm absolutely Kyler not. Murray's a li- he's a little football baby. Yeah. Hey, I'm no. By no means am I a believer in Kyler yet. By no means am I a believer in this car- in this Cardinal system. But they have made it some as that they are definitely better than I thought they were. I will give Cliff Kingsbury credit for being a competent NFL coach, which I did not expect to say. I didn't think he'd be anything. I thought he. He would be an easy coach to say getting fired first year. I thought it would be a complete and utter failure. It is obvi- I mean, it's been a bad season, obviously, but it has not been that at all. They do show, and for a team that only has three wins, they actually do have some promise. And I think the I think the Cardinals get a big win here. For I mean, their season's over. It doesn't mean anything in the long run. But in terms of confidence, like we can beat these guys, Cardinals get a big win here. Give me Arizona in an upset. Mm. And it's also the fact that the Rams are pissed off. Like, they just lost and pretty much ended their season, meaning that the Rams are either going to have this happen to them or they're going to beat these guys 55 to nothing or something like that. Yeah. I'm either going to be really right or really wrong on this pick. Bill Belichick, and now they're just kind of... Yeah. No, this game is either going to be... I'm either going to, like, look back and be like, man, I nailed that, or, man, I was way off. Well, I mean, you got to think, you know, also, like... A year ago, where the Ravens had a very, they didn't have that great of a route at the playoffs. Well, no, Arizona, they're not going anywhere. But I know. Well, I'm, yeah, I know. Oh, I'm yeah, the Rams. I'm talking about the Rams oh. compared to like, I mean, what were the Ravens last year? Um, I mean, f- they finished the season ten and six. But yeah. It's been like they were four and five at the bye. They were four and five at the bye week. And two and a half games back on the Steelers, and we wound up winning the division. Yeah, so that's but a- that was a lot more time. They only have five games to work with here, and it's a very, and they have no, they're not winning the division. It's only is trying to get a wild card, and they need a ton of help because they need Minnesota to completely collapse or Seattle or something like that. Uh, oh, oh, I forgot Seattle too. Minnesota and Seattle yeah, are both ahead of them in the wild card race. Yeah, no, they're screwed. I exactly. forgot about that. That's yeah, the thing. No. All right, because Green Bay's got that division locked down. No, they don't. They're only... Actually, I'm pretty sure they have the same record now. I think Green, Green Bay will. It's, I do, too. I'm just saying they don't have it locked up. Um, all right. Chargers and Broncos. Chargers, Broncos. Drew Locke might be getting the start for this game. After, activated off the IR today, so he might get the start tomorrow. We don't know. Who, Joe Flacco? No, Brandon... I'm not Brandon. Drew Locke. Oh. Um... I think neither way the Broncos win this game. Yeah, same. I mean, the Broncos, the Chargers are having an awful season. The most heartbreaking type of season I've ever seen. Bill Rivers is just... Every single week, they've lost every... They're 4-7, and seven, and all seven of their losses has been by seven points or less. Every single one of them. So they're not that bad. They're no, they're just, not. They're unlucky. Extremely. They can't... No, it... You do it a couple times, you're unlucky. If you do it seven times, you're not well. You're poorly coached. And I think that falls on Anthony Lynn, their head coach. Well, it's the little things, you know. And Which falls on who, Drew? 
What? When there is the little things, whose fault is that normally? If it happens consistently, who's to blame? The coach, right? Yeah. It's the little things, it's the little details, and it's also the discipline. Right. Which, again, is on the coach. So, yeah, I still like missing all those little games. Yeah. I could have gone either way. That's on the little things and yeah. the coach. All right, Chargers coming in at number 21. Broncos coming in at number 23. I got the um, Broncos, but toss-up for yeah. sure. All right, this is a game that Ravens fans should have their eyes on big time. For the Ravens fans of the game, keep looking over the sideboards, keep track of the score, because the Ravens of the division locked up. But you want to know if a team in the AFC North is going. And I'll tell you this, if Cleveland beats the Steelers, both teams got a chance. If Cleveland wins this game, they will go up to 6-6, six and six, have the same record as the Steelers, and Cleveland will be right back in the playoff race if they can win this game. However, if the Steelers win, that'll end Cleveland's season. But if the um, Browns can win it, it will make it tougher for the Steelers to make it, but Cleveland will still have a chance. It can go either way. This is, of course, the rematch of the now iconic game between the Browns and Steelers on Thursday Night Football. Miles Garrett, we all know what he did with the helmet. Classic move. Now, like, actually, I'm going to be completely honest. In the locker room, about two weeks before the Miles Garrett incident happened, so this kid, this one of our linemen, he um, actually hit someone with his helmet. You mean the same type of thing, really? Well, similar. He didn't hit him in the head. Oh, okay. He like hit him. You know, we were in the locker room. Was it a fight, or did it just happen? It, it just happened. It oh, fast. well, that's completely different. Well, yeah, it wasn't like a real fight. I mean, oh, well, no, that's... This kid, this kid roams around with belts in his Oh, well, that's completely locker. different, Drew. Well, still, but he still hit him with his helmet. Okay, fine. He's but... And anyway, anyway. Um, most of the players involved in that incident are not playing. The only player who was not suspended for this game was Demarius Randall, who was actually, he was actually being held out by coach's decision, which I actually agree with. So, pretty much everyone that was involved in this incident is not playing. Um, Mason Rudolph was benched, so he's not playing either. We got the Duck Hodges starting, and he was the quarterback against the, um, Ravens. Against the Ravens? Yeah, Hodges. All right, um... Harden has 60 points in the third quarter. Wow. Jesus. All right. Brown-Steelers, though. Huge, huge game. Major playoff implications. Brown-Steelers. Cleveland could really turn around the season if they win this game. Who you got? You know, um, Cleveland had it last time. I'm going to go with 50-50. Like, Cleveland won it last time, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. And for the exact same reasoning, I am agreeing with you. Yeah, because, you know, they're not going to beat Steelers twice in the same season when they're the worst team. And how How is Cleveland bad? I mean, they have, they got off to a terrible start. They have been playing well in recent weeks, so. I feel like that's what they did kind of last year a little bit. They got off to a rocky start. Yeah, but that was just because, they, and then they fired their coach and they turned it around. This is just, they just weren't ready yet. I feel like they got to take they have like some time and then to get warmed up. And like, Speaking of coaching, though, um, Browns head coach Freddie Kitchens was spotted in um, this game, in um, Pittsburgh with a shirt that said Pittsburgh started on it. So we all know what that means. Hmm. That's it's an interesting thing, and I'm sure every Steelers player saw that. 
So. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Sunday Night Football. Oh, Power Rankings. Yeah. Been those for 13 weeks. I still, I still forget every game. Uh, Browns and Steelers. Steelers coming in at number 16. Cleveland coming in at number 18. All right. Sunday Night Football on NBC. Patriots, Texans. Another good one. Ooh. You know, I'm rooting for the Texans in this Obviously. game. Yeah. But really, it's is it home or away? For I believe Patriots? it is in Houston. I believe. Oh, okay. Mm. It's, I'm going to be close. Um, really, um, you know, I think I'm going to go with Houston on this one. Wow, okay. That's my, uh, that's my upset of the week. All right. I don't know why I'm choosing Houston. <laughs> I just am. Because I want Houston to win. Okay. So. Well, I want Houston to win too, but I'm going to pick New England. Um, I think Houston's going to give him a fight. I think it's going to be a good game. Good game, yeah. For sure. But Bill O'Brien, Texans head coach, former um, Bill Belichick assistant. The only one of Bill Belichick's assistants who actually turned out well. Yeah. Every single other one that went on to be a head coach completely flopped with the exception of Bill O'Brien. So. Yeah. I think New- Houston's definitely going to give him a fight, but New England wins it okay. on primetime. Now, we got another big one. Monday Night Football is... This is a good one. Vikings, Seahawks. Vikings, Seahawks. Oh, power rankings. Power rankings. All right. Patriots, number three. Texans, number 12. Vikings, Seahawks. Vikings, number six. Seahawks, number five. Mm. Seattle is on Monday Night Football every other week, it seems like. Okay, is Seattle at home? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'm going to choose Seattle. I'm with you. Same reasoning. I feel like the only person who can, like, go into really loud and... I feel like the Ravens can do it. New England can do it. Well, Minnesota's not experienced in terms of doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, except when they sometimes, like, get a Lambo, but... Lambo's not that loud. Right. Well, it's not yeah, exactly. It's not Seattle. experience, though. Right. Lambo's one place I need to go. Yeah, that's on my football bucket list for sure. Yeah, mine too. All right, there you go. That's all of our games. Um, anything you want to bring up here before we go? Because we did roll through these kind of quickly, so we do have a little bit of time. Do you want to bring up anything in terms of NFL storylines this year? Um, Not much, you know. I mean, I'm hoping that... Lamar keeps his MVP season going. Yeah, my my personally favorite player on the team is Mark Ingram because yeah, conferences are so funny. Yeah, he's great. He is great. Big trust. Whoop whoop. Yeah, he's. I I kind of see him as like the the big leader sort of on the team. No, I in the press and I would say in the press and. Yeah. Not like the big leader. I, I think like the more leader, it's like you marshal Yonda and then like, Yonda's a big leader. Um, Lamar's a huge leader, obviously. Mark Ingram is probably. A leader. I'm gonna say he's not on that level. I don't think. But he is a leader. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think he kind of like Tony Jefferson until he got hurt was a big leader on that team as well. 
I say he kind of brings the whole locker room together. He's very... He's, he's funny. He is great. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, so, all right, Drew. Thank you for joining me, ma'am. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you, Drew. And that'll do it for episode 40 of The Other Berman Show. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can at The Other Berman Show. It's also where you guys can pick the games. I'm going to post the polls up for that game right now. So go ahead and vote. You guys have until 1 o'clock tomorrow. Thank you for joining me. Remember, this Monday, Ravens fullback defensive lineman Patrick Ricard will be joining me. So stay tuned for that. And, yeah, we will see you on Monday for episode 40 of The Other Berman Show. Goodbye and go Ravens.